Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Character and Smallman. That's Michelle. I'm Randy, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And welcome to the show, as we do every Wednesday, Roberto Clemente Award winner and the founder of Big League Impact, Adam Wainwright. Good morning, Adam. How you doing? Morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. We're always honored to have you join us, and we're also honored and excited about June 3rd for the trivia night at Patio's to benefit Big League Impact. And it's great that you do this. And, Adam, you have to be so proud that so many of your teammates are involved with this, too. Well, I am very proud, and I'm, I'm just proud of being their teammate. These guys do a lot of stuff in their communities uh, where they live and also in St. Louis to help people. And uh, we just have a a bunch of guys in the clubhouse that have really giving and caring hearts and it's good to be teamed up with them. And if you go to bigleagueimpact.org, you can get involved with the trivia night. And Michelle and I and Brad Thompson will be there along with Adam and uh, several of his teammates. Meanwhile, Adam, Sunday is Mother's Day. And at the Cup here in St. Louis, you can, you can go to cravethecup.com. 10% of their Mother's Day collection benefits Big League Impact. So if you go buy a cupcake for your mom for Mother's Day at the Cup, you'll have the opportunity to help out Big League Impact as well. Are you a cupcake guy? Or were you before you started eating super healthy man i love cupcakes my wife um her favorite food in the world well her two favorite foods in the world are donuts and cupcakes um and she she the last when she had sadie my littlest daughter uh she developed a gluten allergy for whatever reason and so she hasn't been able to uh eat them the same but before that and that's probably it's probably gonna work out for us in the long run because her she and I just used to eat copious amounts of, of cupcakes <laughs> donuts. So it's probably better in the long run we don't. But uh, if you are going out there, everybody loves cupcakes. Moms love cupcakes especially. So if you're going to do it, the cup, they're donating 10% of their online Mother's Day collection sales. And that is just such a big, uh, unbelievable gesture by them. But um, thanks for, for helping your mothers out by one thing, because they want cupcakes anyways. And so help. <laughs> Help, might as well help Big League Impact in the in the process, right, Michelle? Absolutely. Why not, Adam? I think it's a great collab. <laughs> and by the way, uh, the the baseball lifestyle is great, and you make a lot of money, and you have a lot of fun, and you get a chance to to compete. But not everything is positive, and especially for a guy like you, being away from your family on Mother's Day is probably one of those days of the baseball season where you think, man, I wish I could be home. And let me tell you, when we left, so my uh, my kids, traditionally I have them with me all the time during the season. And this last year, or this last couple of weeks, um, and, and really this whole season, they've been kind of back and forth. As my daughters have gotten older, they've just gotten more and more. My my oldest daughter is in high school now, and she's got she's plugged in some things that she can't miss. She's on the golf team. She's in this big club there that you know that is 
you know, doing all kinds of activities all the time. And so it's hard for them to miss those things. And as they've gotten older, they get plugged in with their friend groups and whatever. And so it, it, it is hard to be away from, from my wife on Mother's Day and not see my mom on Mother's Day. But I'll tell you the hardest thing about this whole process is this last couple of weeks, I didn't see him for three weeks. We, uh, we went out of town for 10 days and, and, uh, then they stayed at home for, for, uh, a couple of weeks after that. And so they got back the night before we left. The next day was a 12-10 game. So they got back at like 6.30 that night. I saw them for a couple of hours, and then I had to get up in the morning and leave uh, to go out of town for another week-long road trip. And my daughter was just so upset. And mm. just that's so hard to leave them when they're like that, you know. And um, that's, you know, I have the greatest job in the world. I really believe that. I have, I have the greatest job in the world. Being, especially being a starting pitcher in the big leagues, Major League Baseball, it's the only thing I ever wanted to do in my entire life. But the hardest thing to do is to leave your family. That and and and, uh, and when they get start getting older and they get upset, man, that's really that's really hard. You know, it's tough. Oh, Adam, you just pulled on my heartstrings with that one. I feel for you there. That can't be easy. But I want to go from one cup to another. I saw you tweeting about this. The St. Louis Blues handled business in Game One of the playoffs. Game One, Round One. What did you think of our St. Louis Blues? Man, that was so fun. I, I got I went up to uh, Goldie's room, and me and Golden and Goldie and uh, Arnado sat there and and watched the the game and and the first first two periods, and then we we each had to kind of start winding down a little bit. So we each went back to our room, but we all watched it. And and uh, man, I was just so proud of him, you know. And our guy, our our goaltender was unbelievable. I thought I thought O'Reilly was just playing a physical game. Shin was looking great. Glad, glad, glad he's back out there skating around, causing havoc like he always does. And, and uh, you know, we had our guy with the hat trick. I mean, it's just so fun. You know, it's just so fun. And, and I just know even even all the way over here in Kansas City, there's a bunch of Blues fans over here too. So um, it was cool to see the local ESPN broadcast pick up the, the Blues game and be able to watch it here in the hotel and, and uh, cheer – Cheer those guys on because I, you know, I know when when we're getting into the playoffs, they're cheering for us, and when they, when they get in the playoffs, we're cheering for them. And there's really nothing like, I mean, you know, Bush Stadium's rocking too. But when they sell out that Blues game and they get the 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 crowd rocking, they do such a good job with stadium ops over there. That is just a unbelievable environment and that makes you become a blues fan real quick doesn't it oh absolutely i i think the blues do the best game day presentation of almost any team i've ever seen adam you're absolutely right but as you mentioned they'll be supporting you you're supporting them you know a lot of the guys on the team you guys are all team st louis but do you think the cardinals and blues thrive on each other's success like if you know the blues are doing really well you're thinking hmm, we better step it up too of course of course and but i think that just goes into St. Louis sports and what our fans expect. I mean, our fans expect us to go out and be winners, you know, and, and that's in hockey and that's in, in baseball and that was in, in football when they were there and that's going to be in soccer when they get rolling there with the with the city. Um, I mean, the St. Louis sports base is as loyal and, and passionate as anybody I've ever seen, but they expect us to win and uh, we expect to win too, so we have a great family here. Hey, Adam, it's really interesting that you bring that up because uh, when you guys split with a team like Arizona, you're playing a team like Kansas City now, there's a perception out there that the Cardinals should just walk over. Even sometimes in the morning, Michelle and I will walk in and say, 
they're, they're playing Cincinnati. They should sweep Cincinnati. Like it's simple, and like the the guys that you're playing against aren't major league players, seems like pretty much every game that you play is a real competition, and we probably take for granted that you guys do win as much as you do because you're you're facing a lot of teams' best shot, and they can all play. Well, the baseball players in the major leagues are the best players in all of the world. I mean, it's just no getting around it. That's just the way it is. And uh, everybody is supremely talented. Everybody has um, unique gifts that make them special talents and special competitors. And and uh, it, it is a tough game. It, I mean, just, and anybody can beat anybody on any given day. That That is why you just don't want to get into that one-game wild card situation. You know, last year we played the Dodgers. And uh, if you ask Max Scherzer, I mean, they, their whole team was so nervous. They won 105 games or 104 games, and they were just, you know, really worried because they had to play us, who was the hottest team in baseball at the time, in a one-game playoff. You win 104 games, you expect to win the division. You don't win the division, now you got to go in and play the hottest team in the game. Anybody can beat anybody in any, in, in any given day. And baseball is, is a thing where the starting pitcher has the ability to not – not necessarily completely win the game, but if a starting pitcher goes out and dominates, it's going to be very, very tough to beat them that day. A starting pitcher also has the ability to go out there and completely tank the game in five seconds. You know, that's why the starting pitcher is given a lot of liberties on the day that they're pitching because their, their performance control, controls a lot of the outcome of the game. But there's, the hitters in the major leagues, are so talented. I was talking with Nolan and Goldie last night, and they were telling me that the, the fact that a guy can throw 100 miles an hour, that's fine. That makes it a little tougher. But, you know, unless you're out there pitching and locating it, they're going to square it up eventually. These, these hitters in the big leagues are so talented. Uh, the defenses are, are so um, legitimate and, and so efficient. You know, when you go down, like when I, I used to go down, unfortunately, a couple times to uh, – the minor league to do rehab assignments and you go down there and the, the guys are just not ready yet. And the positioning's different. And it, it, it seems like the game is slow. You know, it's just the guys are almost in quicksand down there compared to the big leagues. And the higher you go, the better it gets, obviously, but the big leagues is fast. You know, it, it might seem on TV, like it's a slow game, kind of like watching hockey on TV. You can't understand how fast the game is being played mm-hmm. in baseball. The game is really, really, really fast, really crisp. Uh, you know, a bang-bang play on every play. You bobble it a, a half a second, not even a half a second. The guy's safe. The dimensions are perfect. It's a wonderful game, but it is a tough game. I want to ask you, speaking of rehab, about your teammate, Miles Michaelis. You know, we're just observers, Adam, of what you do. You're on the inside. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think heading into the season, a lot of us observers didn't really know what to expect out of Miles Michaelis because he had battled a lot of injuries. But he comes in. He looks amazing. 1.52 ERA. He's been so sharp and healthy. It's great to see him back to form. But as somebody that's seen him when he's healthy and has seen the process from Miles Michaelis, do you think that all of us observers were sleeping on him? Well, I, I mean, you have to realize Miles is incredibly talented. And so much of what we do success-wise in the big leagues is about health. And when he was healthy, when you know, he was an absolute superstar in Japan. And I'm not saying Japan is the exact same as the big leagues, but it's a pretty dang good brand of baseball. And he was a superstar over there. I mean, superstar. And so he comes over here. His first year pitches the same way. 
what was he, 18 and four with like a 2 9 or something? I mean, just a great year, really great year. And he just doesn't walk people. He comes right at you with his stuff in the zone. He's got four pitches he can throw for strikes. He goes up and down, in and out, and that's pitching. And that's what he does when he's healthy. When he wasn't pitching the same way last year, a little bit, and the year before, it was because he was injured. You know, he had some things he was battling through. I know exactly how that feels. You want to go out there and compete. You want to help your team. There's sometimes when you're physically unable to go at the level that, that your team and your your city needs you to go at, and you have to sit out a little bit. And that's what he did. He got healthy. But now you see a guy who's healthy and the ability he has. When he's healthy, he's one of the best pitchers in the game. Adam, that brings to mind a few years ago when you were listening to the Sirius XM Fantasy Show and somebody took you in the sixth or seventh round and you called in. They were sleeping on you after you'd missed <laughs> most of 2015 with the Achilles, and you used that as a chip on your shoulder, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. Now, I always put chips on my shoulder, and you know that. I, I'll put things up there. Somebody will say, yeah, I took you in the sixth round, or, or somebody will say, I took you in the second round. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was a worst drafted before me. You know, like, I'll, you, you drafted me second overall? Who what, who'd you think? Trout was better than me? Like, I'll put any chip on my shoulder, you know, just to <laughs> try to motivate me. Um, but uh, that, those are things that I've used my whole life, you know, that the, the, uh, the I'll prove you wrong kind of situation has always, um, been a motivating factor for me and so uh, you know unfortunately that year you know my arm felt great my body felt great but my Achilles made it very tough to pitch at the same level or I would have been I would have been great man the the Achilles thing set me back for a, a, a little bit longer than I wanted it to you know it it was uh, physically I was able to go out and compete but my foot was not able to stick my landing and so I was spinning off more than normal I couldn't drive through my pitch and you know it's all things that people don't really care about here and now but it made it tough for a couple of years and it, it took me a lot of uh took a lot of, of of adjustments and different kind of workouts and stuff to finally get past that so with that being the case your injuries have prevented you from getting to 200 wins so far and 200 wins will get you into the conversation for the hall of fame is that a motivator for you 200 wins absolutely i mean you know of course it is because if I win, if I win enough games to get to 200 uh, wins this year, then that means our team won a lot of games I pitched, and that's the main thing about it, right? Like, of course, I want the the 200 wins because that's cool and that's a great number. But if if we get to 200 wins this year, that means our team's won a lot of the games I started, which that's what really matters to me. You know, I want the personal achievements. Don't get me wrong; those are cool, those are great. But what I want more than that is to win, uh, and I want to win a World Series. And if if me going out and pitching and getting to 200 wins, you know, if we're going to win them anyways, it might as well get me to win too, Randy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So uh, it would be fun for me to get that number. It's a it's a cool thing, you know. Um, but more than anything, our, our teams are winning. If my team's winning the games, I go out there and pitch. That's what really matters to me. That's the most important stat in the game, no matter what anybody says, is the is the win. Because at the end of the day, if you're if you're 20 and 20 and 142 doesn't matter a hill of beans if you have the lowest ERA in the league, you know, so it doesn't matter. So you've got to have those Ws to go with. 
Adam, I need you to be a tiebreaker for us on a debate we had here on the show. So we hadn't talked to you since your uh, your dust up with the Mets. And um, Randy and I did a little bit of a draft. It was an NFL draft day. We don't have a draft or a, excuse me, an NFL team here in St. Louis. So we drafted Cardinals players, current Cardinals players that we would want behind us if our team threw down. And I drafted you. You were on my team. You came in. I'm, I'm sorry. You weren't my number one overall pick, but you came in at number four on my squad. And a lot of people were saying that you were too nice and that I shouldn't have drafted you, but I said that that could actually work to our benefit that you might diffuse the situation. So I need you to tell me, was I smart or foolish to draft you as somebody to have on my side if we got into a fight? Well, a couple things you got to know, right? I am definitely a lover um, (laughs) more than I am a fighter. Um, But uh, I'm a big fella. (laughs) And uh, I grew up wrestling. You know, I grew up mm-hmm. wrestling with boys in the backyard and, and getting after it. And, and uh, the, you know, the, the sometimes the people that sneak up on you the most are the nice guys. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the, those are the ones that, uh, that sometimes you don't want to mess with, you know. But I'm going to try to do everything I can to not get out there and fight. I mean, I, I know one thing. There's a lot. My kids are watching. A lot of kids are watching. Um, so I try to be a good role model and, and, and all that. That that matters to me. Um, but. If somebody messes with my catcher, they're going to have a big problem on their hands from South Georgia. The South Georgia will come out of me if somebody messes with my catcher. I'll tell you that. Adam, we are in lockstep here. That's exactly why I drafted you because I said Adam is the ultimate teammate, and my number one overall pick is Yadier Molina. I said there is no way that Wayno is not going to throw down for his brother. And just so you know, our entire squad, Yadi, Tyler O'Neill, Goldie, you, Stubby Clap, and our sixth man is Miles Michaelis. I think we have a pretty good shot. Oh. Somebody had to take Miles. This guy's built like a minotaur. You know, he, he is a, is a specimen of a man. But, you know, I have rules in life. And one of my rules is you never mess with somebody with neck tattoos. And Yachty <laughs> neck tattoos all over his neck. And so that means he's got a little crazy in him, right? Uh-huh. That means you, you just mess with people with neck tattoos. Just a, It's just a good rule of thumb. You know, kids out there listening, <laughs> if there's somebody with neck tattoos, you just keep walking and you say yes, sir, and you just keep going. Don't worry about it. <laughs> advice. Hey, before we let you go, and you pitch against the Royals and then head to San Francisco, so you don't have to pitch against the Giants and three night games, is there any golf on the horizon in the Bay Area for Adam Wainwright? Uh, usually there is. We'll see how it goes. Um, we'll see how it goes. You never can tell, Randy. I'm, I'm, uh, I love getting out there and, and, and walking some of the, the, the best terrains in the, in the entire world in our country. We have some of the best golf courses um, and, and that Mark Twain was crazy. Golf is not a good walk spoiled. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a walk enjoyed. And, and I love getting out there and seeing the different states and the different countries or different, uh, um, courses that we have, you know, there's just each of the topographies are so different and, and unique and the, the grasses are different, man. I love that stuff. And so, um, we're probably going to get out there. We'll see. Good, good for you. Hey, we're so looking forward to June 3rd. We advise people to go to bigleagueimpact.org to get signed up, and we will see you at the ballpark when you guys return home. Have a safe trip. Thanks. Yeah, trivia night June 3rd, and then we got Top Golf on June 12th. So June's going to be a big month for Big League Impact. We love all your support. Appreciate it, guys. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. 
Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now. Available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.